0: Hey guys, this is Ed, Paul, and Anna of Current Media, and we are here to tell you a little bit more about our sponsor. Sportsball is a great subscription service geared towards
1: minor league baseball fans. Each box features a different minor league team.
0: You get a box every three months with minor league baseball gear, including different styles of hats like Ed's favorite, the dad hat. The cost is less than $12 a month. Proceeds from each box goes to more than baseball, the only nonprofit dedicated to the well-being of minor league baseball players.
1: We all know that Parents' Days are coming up this summer, so if you've got a mom or a dad, or grandma or a grandpa who are particularly difficult to buy for, but you know they're baseball fans, this is the answer, guys.
0: Meet your new favorite team at
1: SportsBallBox.com. Is there anybody there? Every team should have probably three or four guys that are super high-paid and then fill in with a bunch of others, and everybody should know that. If you have a team full of eight or nine guys that are overpaid, then there's too many egos.
0: And now, in the epic conclusion of the conversation with Donnie Wise. We talk baseball collections, all the fun stuff. I have no idea why I'm talking like this, but I'm gonna continue the whole intro until I give you the episode. Now, make sure you listen to part one before you listen to part two. And now, without further ado, I will give you the episode. Yep. Um. Okay. So, what kind of? Uh, so, you and me had a bet going on, right? Um for our cause obviously everybody knows I'm a Guardians fan, you're a Yankees fan. We had a hat, you know, bet. Um, and obviously your team won. Yep. Uh and I paid, you know, right away. Uh, you know, you got a you get a nice little nine twenty hat out of that one. Yep. Um was was your expectation of the season the way you thought it it went or uh were you a little bit surprised or were you you know was your team short of the expectation that you had
1: for them um the yankees just did what the yankees do it's like you 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 they, they, they seem like they're going to dominate and then they don't, they always have these bad stretches and you're like, where did that come from? It's like, they're just not doing anything. Yeah. And then they kind of claw their way back in, but it's not like they really, it never comes across as if they clawed their way in. It's like, oh, well, we were supposed to be here, but we, they, it's like they almost work only as hard as they have to, to get there. Yeah.
0: They play down to their competition a lot of the time.
1: And uh, you know, I don't know what it is. I I, I want to say sometimes that the pitching is is just still not there. But then we have some pretty decent pitching. But then you have guys like Cole that's supposed to be great and they don't do good. It's yeah, like, I don't know what's, what's up with on.
0: him. He's he's a conundrum, man.
1: Yeah, I just don't know. I mean, it's it's you know back in the day they'd spend money like crazy on you know yeah, that was the team and they still wouldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And then they the, you know, the the most success they had was with homegrown talent. And that was the key. The Braves did it back in the early nineties. For the most part, they brought in a few pieces, but they had mostly a homegrown core. And it's like, that's the, that's the recipe stick to that. And they, those guys get, get so expensive. They don't keep them coming. Mm -hmm. And it's just crazy. So I don't know. To me, they, they didn't, uh, they didn't perform as well as I thought they should have for what they had. what they still have right they still have yeah exactly
0: and you're right though like the Yankees when you know Steinbrenner was there is they got to buy a lot of the players right that other people could not afford and they were never able to deliver on that when they had the grown home you know homegrown talent that's when you know, if like my team, a lot of those, those players were like, you know, they were rookie that year. Like, you know, a lot of them debut in the major leagues that year this right. year. And it's, I, I, I appreciate it because for me, I think my team over delivered on expectations, you know, by winning the division and oh, yeah. making it as far as they did. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I, I think there's, there is a shift. Hopefully there's a shift with the Yankees soon that we're, all right, let's start developing our players instead right. of buying players, just like the Dodgers are doing. And all these, you know, the, the Padres are doing now, right? Like they're, they're just what, what picks we don't need, you know, F them picks,
1: <laughs> right? But look where it gets them. I mean, yes, those, those guys are out of the playoffs. Look, look who pushed through you guys, Houston. I mean, you, you had a lot of still core players. You didn't have a lot of just bought, you know, hired no, guns. No, no,
0: no, not at all. So, exactly.
1: You know, so your future looks bright, at least for a few years. It's always cyclical. Um, That's
0: how it is with with a mid-market team, right? I yeah. mean, you're going like, to have... Uh,
1: yeah. Jerry said on your podcast uh, about the about the Royals. You know, I was listening to that one recently, and he said, you know, about every 10 years, we have a two or three-year run. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, it's it's like, yeah, it's true. It's uh, true. I mean, we had, uh, you know, we have Francisco Lindor, and it got to the point where everyone knew that we weren't going to pay him. Mm-hmm. Right and and it it as much as it hurt, uh, we knew that he he was not going to be you know whether we it was by trade or by leaving. Everybody saw the writing on the wall. What right. didn't help was the owner say, "You better enjoy him while we have them." I'm like, th- "You just gave up without even trying," you know. Exactly.
1: You're always going to have. I mean, all these teams have more money than they want to admit of course they don't want to spend yeah they don't want to spend the money that they've got i mean who to, who, who would want to but if you're True. in that game you got to play it you got to spend the money Agreed. on the right guys and so every team should have probably three or four guys that are super high paid and then fill in with a bunch of others and everybody should know that if you have a team full of eight or nine guys that are overpaid then there's too many egos It's just not too many.
0: Exactly. Too many chefs in the kitchen. And then it ends up being something that's not worth the time. Exactly. So I'm with you. Hopefully we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's still, you know, now the good thing is, is, you know, the season is over, right? Like, I mean, now, but we're about to go into, you know, December, January, February.
1: Right. Right. We're there. Well, that's the beauty of baseball is everybody resets. Everybody goes into spring training with all that hope. It doesn't matter how bad your team finished, right. you got hope. You know, you're a Browns fan. When the season <laughs> when this season ends and you get into next season, do you have that much hope like you do with baseball or not? Football, no. you don't. Basketball, no. you don't. I mean, if you're a Sacramento Kings fan, you can't start the season thinking, man, we're gonna take the championship this year. It's you're just right. you don't have that kind of hope. <laughs> but you could be You know, you could be the Pittsburgh Pirates and say this is our year because anything can happen over 162 games. So, you know, a couple guys get hot, you get the right guy. I mean,
0: 100 percent.
1: Yeah. So 100 percent. That's that's what I love about baseball is every spring is like a new hope. And it doesn't matter how bad you were because you can look back at the teams that have made it like the Royals, the Guardians, you know, teams that came out of nowhere. Any given year there's well, always somebody Philly biked Philly. their way in, Paul's yeah. Phillies, right? I mean exactly. they
0: they made it all the way and no yeah. one was expecting that. Everybody was expecting the Dodgers to be the one that they were gonna make to the to the uh the World Series. And what happened to them out yeah. in the first round?
1: Oh yeah. I mean you had the you even the Braves and the Mets were you know ahead of the Phillies in everybody's mind. Yeah, they're in the same division. I mean, they were they were considered third in their own division, and they made it to the World Series.
0: How insane is that, right? <laughs>
1: exactly. But that's that right there is what gives everybody hope. Come spring, yep, you know, and any yep. team, because if they could do it, we can do it. This is our year, is what, you know. What every team can say,
0: and that's what it is. Like February comes around, you know, pitchers and catchers, and yep. this year was it's going to be even more fun because the World Baseball Classic is going to oh, be yeah.
1: happening now, right? Yep, exactly. I'm glad they're getting back to that because I always love that
0: me too me too man i i've been to a uh, a world baseball classic game uh when uh, down in puerto rico me and my wife went and let me tell you it is it is electric it is a lot of fun and i recommend it for anybody it's oh, going to yeah. be in miami and it's going to be in arizona you got to go because man let me tell you yeah there it, it is you know i think this gives you a little bit more oomph right when you're representing your country right you know usa puerto rico dominican republic japan all those big you know teams are going to be there and it's just going to be it's going to be cool man it's going to be super cool
1: we had the uh the olympic team came to columbia back in 96 they had uh they had uh two guys from clemson chris benson uh was pitching for them and um Oh my gosh, I can't think of the other guy's name right now. But anyway, uh, he was with Toronto Blue Jays. But they had uh, they played Cuba here in Columbia, down at the old uh, Bombers uh, Capital City Stadium, and uh, that was a fun game to go to. I enjoyed that as much as any professional game ever. I mean, and here it is because it, it was just this whole USA versus Cuba of know, all teams. Right? And I was like, wow, mid nineties. USA and, Cuba, that was awesome.
0: And, 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 you know, Cuban teams, like a lot of those players are, they are, they're it. Like, you know, yeah. a lot of them are, should be major leaguers.
1: I wish I had a box score from that game. I wonder if I could find one. I'd have to look back and see what Cuban players were actually on that team and if any of them, <sighs> you know, and it became something maybe because a lot of those guys started coming over in the late 90s, early 2000s. And, yep. I don't know if any of those guys on that team, did or not i'd have to look back and see how cool would that be though right yeah
0: so i mean you got teams like you know you know colombia mexico uh great britain canada right uh, yeah usa i mean it's gonna be i i think this year is gonna be next year right uh it's gonna be a fun time for baseball oh Forget yeah World Baseball Classic, you know, February pitchers and catchers start showing up, you know, minor league baseball. This is their second year under, you know, Major League Baseball rule. We'll see how that goes. So new changes are happening Mm -hmm. um, with the bases and and, and the shift is going to be changing. Uh, So I really a pitch clock, right? Pitch clock is going to happen. So there's going to be some some interesting things to get used to.
1: And the thing is, I, you know, I don't know about you, but the pitch clock didn't bother me this year. I, no. I wasn't sure about it at first, but it's like it kept the game – it kept the pace going without feeling like it was speeding it up. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I know the big leaguers, their ego is going to get in the way. They're going like to push back on it. But just – Of course. Just, you know, quit adjusting your clubs all the time. Like Once you adjust them <laughs> one time, like, you are Like, why – I know it's all routine. It's like a golfer going through his pre-shot routine, but – I mean, come on, man. Everybody Mike Hargrove back.
0: of the Indians. They used to call him the human rain delay for God's know, sake. It's
1: like crazy. Come on, guys. <laughs> just step in there and play. I mean, come on.
0: Uh, so. You know, the, there's the one rule that I thought was going to bother me, but it didn't. Uh, it was the runner on second in extra innings. I, I know a lot of people don't like that. it. I know a lot of people don't like it. Yeah. And I know that I I'm, mean, I'm, I am in the minority of it. Yeah but it just to me it didn't bother me
1: yeah it, it the thing about it is I, it it didn't really i guess it i shouldn't say it bothered me it's a little annoying i guess to some extent but it's like okay i get it everybody both teams have a chance with the runner there yep but it's almost it's almost like okay it gives well, the home team an advantage it does right. yeah because you have the runner after they do especially yep. if you can stop the the team Yeah. And then all you need is to do is bunt over the player and and, and things like that. Uh, But but the thing is, if both teams do it right, then it could keep going on forever with just that.
0: But (laughs) look at, look at during the playoffs, the the, uh, Guardians and Tampa, they played what, 15 innings, you know? So I, I see, I see why they did it. And again, I am I know, I know that I'm in the minority yeah. and I am I was surprised at the fact that I actually, it didn't bother me as much as it did uh, other people. So I, I think all- if they just put the guy on
1: first, I would feel better about it.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Because right? you still have the runner out there, but it's not like a, a stupid little blooper could score that run. I mean, they've got to work to get him over. And yep. That's what it should be. It should be. Okay. We'll give you a guy, but you got to put him on first and you. You gotta, you gotta work to get him over. You get if you want to lay it down a bunt, lay down a bunt. Get him to second. Then yeah. you gotta get a hit or another bunt. You gotta, you gotta move him around.
0: Yeah, and a I lot agree. of
1: teams don't play that small ball, which I always loved.
0: I love the small ball. I'm a huge fan. That's why I had so much fun this year with the Guardians because they play small ball. You know, they did. You know, they bunting. The you know all of that, right? You right. know, they they manufactured runs the right way, and they didn't rely on like your team on the long ball because yep. it can come by yeah. you know bite uh, you in the rear and
1: so that this that that aspect of the game this these days is what irritates me is it's home run strikeout or nothing it's just it's all or nothing it, yeah it's all or nothing and it's just so annoying you know i i would take five guys that can bat 300 over anybody that could hit 50 home runs
0: 100 <laughs> 100 it's just yeah, uh, you, absolutely. You
1: look back at every time, every once in a while, I see something pop up on Twitter about Tony Gwynn's stat, and it's like, that dude was Superman. I mean, it was just so insane. So good. The, 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 the amount of hitting he could do and all that. And it's like Not, not just the amount of hitting like that, that he
0: could do, but in, in the way in which he did it, right? Yeah. Like, the way how he would place the ball where he wanted it to go. Oh, Yeah. And I think that's an art form that has been missing a lot in in Major League Baseball. That's why the shift is they're trying to bend the shift because a lot of the players are not able to hit it the opposite way or anything like that. And they get mad. (laughs) Yeah. Is it learn to hurt, learn to hit it the other way? They did it back in the 80s and 90s.
1: You're a professional ball player. You're paid to play ball. You should be able to adjust. That should be part of your job is to adjust.
0: Donnie, you would think. Stop it. <laughs> Stop making think. sense, my friend.
1: You remember guys that used to choke up like six inches on the bat? I mean, it would be a, a a knob like that. Yeah. Down below. I mean, and then you just take your normal swing and it's going to go the other way because you're going to be behind it.
0: Yep, exactly. I, you know, I, I I like I said, I'm a fan of the small ball. I think it should come back. I think it should make a comeback because it makes the game so much more fun.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: And it's like and it's like you can tell some of these managers are playing chess while the other ones are playing checkers. I was like, <laughs> exactly. "Oh yeah, I know what you guys are doing. I know you which pitcher you're going to bring, so we're going to do this, right? We're going to move the the pitcher or the runner over and things like that." And it's and it's I love I love watching baseball because of that. Like oh, you don't yeah. know other sport you're able to see that.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah, exactly. So A lot of fun. All right, my friend. I think we're up to that point. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready as I'm going to be. All right. So you know which one I'm going to ask you, right? Yep. You go to the game. Yep. Give me your food and drink of choice, my friend.
1: Well, the drink is always a local craft beer, something local, something Good on draft. Um, and food is typically I try to find something local as well. I mean, the go-to is the hot dog. I usually try to get a hot dog anyway, mm-hmm. uh, but I try to find something local as well. Something that might be unique for them. Maybe, maybe they got a special burger. Maybe they got a special hot dog. Maybe they got a special something else. Uh, so something like that. Always try to find local stuff.
0: I judge ballparks on how good their burgers or hot dogs are. Yeah. That's how I judged our ballpark. Yeah. If you can make a good hot dog and a good burger, you're doing it right.
1: Well, that, it's like when we went to the Asheville tourist game, they had one of those little plastic helmets and it had tater tots, um, fried pepperoni, and mozzarella sticks. That I mean, sounds delicious. Who puts those three together? But they put them in a. Th- I mean, stuff like that's just awesomely oh, unique to me. And
0: I love tater tots. Oh my god, me do too. I love tater tots? Such a huge fan tater
1: tots over fries any day.
0: Oh god, yeah, <laughs> especially if they're done right. Right, you know, crispy on the outside, and oh man, let's oh, go, yeah. let's yeah. go. All right, pick one. Would you rather go
1: bungee jumping or skydiving? I've done skydiving, so I would probably pick that. I'm. Um, I'm skeptical on the bungee dump. (laughs) The whole just elastic thing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if I could bungee jump with a parachute, okay, just in case something happens, I got that fail safe. Yeah. But no, I've done skydiving. I I did that a couple of years ago, and I actually still have one uh, extra skydive left to do. I'm hoping to do that sometime next year. Nice. I love it. Okay. What was your favorite school subject? Uh, School subject was um, history. I love history. Same here. Um, Yeah. I I didn't care much for math and science, but history, I loved history. Yeah.
0: Science sucked at it. Math, not so good. History. Yeah, that's what I was. And I, you know, a lot of people, I had a teacher who got mad at me and scolded me because I got excited when World War history came around. I got excited because I like to learn about it. It's like, oh, you shouldn't be happy about things. I'm like, no, I'm actually happy because you get to learn. Exactly. So she scolded me for that and I never forgave
1: her. Wow. All right, what was your very first job? First job? Mm-hmm. Um my first real job was working at the car wash. Oh wow. Yeah, there was a car wash near our high school and uh I mean outside of like mowing lawns and stuff, but my first actually paycheck job was was there. I had uh two friends that worked there and they're like, "Man, you got to come over." And all we did was like wipe the cars down and vacuum them out and you know whatever and it was funny because I didn't know how to drive a stick shift. And sometimes we had to pull the cars around. And I got in one one time. I'm like, I can't move this car. I had to get somebody else to come do it. And you're like, man, you got to learn because you can't be holding up the line like that.
0: <laughs>
1: That's I'm amazing. Like, okay. I guess I'm learning. Yeah. I'm
0: destroying somebody's uh, transmission. But here exactly. I go. I'm
1: like, okay, I mean, I'll let the clutch out. We'll see what happens. And <laughs> hopefully I won't jump too far forward.
0: <laughs> there it is. Uh, okay. Okay. If you could have any wild animal as a pet, which wild animal would it be?
1: I'd have to have a tiger. I mean, I'm a Clemson guy. I'd love to have a tiger. Oh, I see. Okay. I I see the connection. Clemson. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. (laughs) Hey, my, uh, my Browns quarterback is from Clemson now.
1: Yeah. Hey, Hey, let's, let's hope he, uh, he pans out. That's a lot of money. (laughs) I think, you know, I mean, he made some, I don't want to get all that, but he made some bad mistakes. Hopefully he's learned from them and hopefully he will move on and just play football. 100%
0: agree with you, my friend.
1: Okay. If you could work at a zoo,
0: which animal will you work with?
1: Oh man. At the zoo. Oh man. I'd love to work with the monkeys at the zoo. Yeah. It'd be fun.
0: They feel like there's there's just a fun bunch of, you know, Hanging out, you know, partying, throwing fruit at each other. I think it'll
1: be fun <laughs> to hang out with the monkey. Well, I mean, you see like, you know, back in the day, you'd see like Jane Goodall or one of them playing with the chimpanzees and they'd just be like hugging on them and everything. I'm like, that would be kind of cool. I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Can I hang out with Jane? Exactly. <laughs> okay.
0: What was your favorite cereal as a kid?
1: Oh, man. Um Favorite one as a kid? Probably. um Wow, that's a tough question because I love so many different cereals. I would say probably Honeycomb. Wow, I haven't heard that one in a while, my friend. Yeah, I liked Honeycomb because you know the, the little holes would get full of milk, but it yep, still had a little yep. bit of crunch to it. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of between that and probably like Captain Crunch or something.
0: Still love Captain I Crunch. I still
1: love Captain Crunch. Still and to this, this day, this time I will holiday, eat Captain Crunch. Holiday time. like, Oh, yeah. And around uh this time of year with the Halloween, the Boo Berry and the Frankenberry and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Count Chocula. Yeah. I still have some of those in the in the uh pantry down there right now. I gotta finish them up. That
0: man, but man, there's something about Captain Crunch, right? Oh, yeah. so good.
1: Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. Worst song ever. <laughs> um any rap song in the last ten years, in my opinion, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, if I had to go back to like when I was younger, or well, probably not even that far back. Probably I'm too sexy by Right said Fred. That's a pretty <laughs> bad one there. I mean, that was that's one of those earworms. You just like, oh god, they didn't. I'm that's gonna be in my head all day.
0: Can we please stop? <laughs> we please stop. <laughs> All right. Two more here, okay? okay? All right. If you could be any fictional character, who would it be? Ooh, fictional
1: character. Um I think it would probably be uh, I'm not going to go superhero cuz that's too easy. I would probably say somebody like uh like Sherlock Holmes would be really cool. That, oh man. Huge. I love Sherlock Holmes stuff. I love yeah. mystery stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh well, I just watched that this movie recently. Um uh Murder on the Nile I think it's called. Yeah. Oh, so good. You would love it. Yeah. If you like mystery and like, you know, you like detective kind of thing, oh yeah. Watch it. I highly 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 recommend it.
1: Oh yeah, all of a lot of my my early TV shows were were stuff like that. Rockford Files. I mean, they they they're campy now, but like Kojak, Rockford Files. Things like that that were kind of detective kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. That's cool.
0: Yep. So all right, last one. You ready? Huh? What is the most boring sport?
1: Ooh. Uh wow. I play golf, so I can't really say golf because it's it's not boring, it's relaxing. I'd say tennis. Tennis <laughs> is boring. And see, golf to play is
0: not bad. Yeah. Right? Golf to play is not bad golf to watch. Not so good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I can see where it could be boring. I find it interesting to, to watch the shots themselves more so than, than anything else. But, uh, and I, I try to try to pick up tips if I can. I get it. But not, I not, get not, it. That, not that they ever help. I mean, I like tennis, but I can't sit and watch a tennis match. Yeah, I'm with TV you there. It's
0: just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: not big on soccer much either, oh, but I see, can I watch am. soccer at times. I'd love to go to some live soccer because I think like hockey, soccer and hockey are much better live. I agree 100%. Uh, but uh, yeah, I want to get to some minor league hockey. By the way, that's that's something I'm looking forward to. I'm gonna try to get to a checkers match. i gonna try to. I want to go see the new Savannah Ghost Pirates too. That's, that's oh, that's right. They're right there,
0: right out. next, to right
1: by you. Yeah, I mean, we got the Stingrays in Charleston, and and we used to have that Well, the Inferno we used to have here. I used to love going to those games. But uh, yeah, I want to get to some minor league hockey this season.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to make it this year down to Charlotte to go see a uh, checkers cuz I got to get with uh you know my friend now uh uh plays the uh the organ there oh, so Oh yeah
1: yeah yeah I just listened to that one the other day too yeah I was like yeah
0: he does I'd both like the the the, the Cannapolis Cannonballers and the checkers I mean how cool yeah. is that right
1: <laughs> Well let me know when you go maybe we can connect and both go to a checkers game I love it I think I we think should we awesome. should
0: uh donnie thank you so much for doing this dude uh, you know obviously every time we get together we have a lot of fun
1: uh where can people find you on the socials my friend uh mine on twitter and instagram are the same at wise dr um that's pretty much where i'm at uh am you know I, obviously i'm very active now on the twitter stuff daily mm-hmm. um i Instagram, not so much, but I know a lot of people are switching over a little bit more to Instagram and uh, I'll probably put a little bit more baseball stuff on there. I normally just do, you know, regular family stuff on Instagram. So, That's what I'm so, doing.
0: I'm starting to do a little bit more uh, Instagram. Uh, yeah. See how it goes. Uh, I love it. I think it's it's a lot of fun. You get to do different things, right? Little videos and pictures things like yeah, that. Yeah, You
1: can do a little bit more on there. You put more pictures on there than just the four Stuff like yep. that. I mean, there's some things that I wish Twitter was a little bit more like Instagram from that standpoint. Functionality, editing, being able to edit something if you mistype a word.
0: Oh, for <laughs> real, right? Oh there's my god! So How many many annoying like, t- is that?
1: I've so many. I've tweeted and within ten seconds, I delete it and redo it just because I type something stupidly wrong.
0: Right. It, it, the worst part is when you don't notice that you have done um, um, yeah. that you made a mistake, and then you go back and you're like,
1: ah. Oh. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, but obviously, you already know I'm going to put everything on the notes. But we already talked to each other on on social media, and we'll keep uh, we'll keep in touch, my friend.
1: Sounds good. Glad to do it. Thanks, my friend. Take Bye. care. Bye.
0: I hope you guys enjoy that episode with Donnie. Now, listen, if you did not come away with liking Donnie even that much more, I don't know what to tell you, my friend, because Donnie is legit one of the best and most fun people out there. So make sure you guys are following him on Instagram and on Twitter. I have the links for both of them there. And then also, uh, if you are so kind, please follow the podcast. Um, I'm on Twitter and on Instagram mostly. I also put the links to that. Give the podcast five stars that way I go up on the rankings but before I go I wanted to make sure that I give you the joke of the episode and here it is what is the difference between Yankee fans and dentists one root for the Yanks and the other Yanks for the roots all right all right I'll see myself out and until then guys keep on grinding and always support the minor leagues see ya
1: This podcast is part of the Curved Brim Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brim Media.
0: Hi, this is Ed Rivera of the Data at Chronicles. Join me as I interview people just like you and players, coaches, GMs on the path that led you to become a fan of the sport. I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean, and I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets.
1: What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna Tommaso and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series. And in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at patlarson one I hope you guys enjoy.
0: This is Patrick and Corey of BaseballMapper.com. And we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today. Learn more about CurveBrand Media at curvebrandmedia.com.